Revenge of the Knits. And welcome for the first time if you're new. My name is Julie, and I'm Jury on Ravelry. I'm Jessica, Sugar Sticks on Ravelry. Hooray! Yay! We're happy to have you with us. Just a couple notes, you can find us online at www.revengeofthenits.com or on Ravelry and the Revenge of the Knits group. And you can find us on iTunes. Speaking of iTunes, Leave us a review, will ya? We would really appreciate it. Um, you don't even have to be all that nice if you don't want to. No, you do have to be nice. <laughs> but if you're funny, we will read it on the air. So come on, leave us your reviews. Help us out. Thanks. So what are you knitting this week, Jessica? Okay. Not much. Um, <laughs> I've been kind of sick, so I've kind of not felt like knitting. But at the moment, right now, in my hands, mm-hmm. I'm working on the leafy pullover. Woo! From Interweave Knits. Uh, I think I mentioned this like in the first or second episode. And I'm finishing the body. I've just got a couple inches to go. And it's like ten and a half needles. Bulky weight yarn. So. Yay. What yarn is that? This is Knit Picks Cadena. Ooh. In Neptune. It's a very pretty color. Yes. It is very pretty color. Um, I I love the neckline on it. Yes. It's a lacy leaf pattern. And it goes across the shoulders and the back. Is it a raglan then? It is a yoke. Yeah. It's a yoke sweater. And so then you pick up the sleeves and the leaf pattern continues down the arm. Oh, nice. So it's really super cute. This yarn is super bulky and the pattern, I don't know, my gauge is like doing crazy things. Oh no. But like my row gauge is crazy. Like the pattern was like knit this many rows and then do this increase. And I was like... Hmm. Because the pattern would be like, it should be this many inches now. And I'm like, like, hmm. LOL, no. Mine is much longer than that. (laughs) So um, I had to kind of use my imagination. I I ignored what they said, knit this many rows, and just looked at their length measurements. Why, Jessica, that is so unlike you. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So this should be finished soon, I hope. I mean, I have both of the sleeves to go, so don't... uh, don't mark my words on that, because <laughs> I'll probably take forever to finish it. Just like the Noro sweater? Yeah, which is still not done. Oh. Um, I'm, you know, putting along on it. Yay. Uh, I'm still on the second sleeve. I think once I get that sleeve done, though, it, it's going to be really fast, because all I'll have to do is the collar and a button band. Yeah, you can do it. And then I need to make an eye cord for the, the waist, because I put little buttonholes at the bottom of the... Well, it's not even the waist, it's the... The at the butt, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I put like little drawstring there. You're not so, gonna do a hood? I'm not gonna do a hood. Oh, I think a hood would be cute. Nah, not gonna do it. <laughs> would be. I good. want it done. I want it done. I think I'm gonna do a nice big collar though. That would be nice. So that it's almost like a cowly kind of collar. So it'll be nice and cozy. And you've also got your shipwreck shawl, don't you? My shipwreck shawl, yes. I'm knitting that out of, I think it's Misty Alpaca Lace. Ooh. And like a green, like a light ferny kind of green. Yeah. And uh, I finished the center section and I just got to the beading part. Beautiful. The problem is this pattern calls for sock weight yarn. Mm-hmm. And when I started it, I did not realize that. And Uh-oh. so I started it in lace weight because that's what I had in my stash. I have a lot of lace weight in my stash. 
And so it's a little more open, I think, than it's right. supposed to be. So the beads, I'm not sure how it's going to look, but so far it looks okay. You can always swatch it. Yeah. So far it looks okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm already done with the hard part. Oh, that's good. This part is you yarn over, knit two together. It doesn't increase. <laughs> Nothing changes. That's every row. Wow. That's it. That doesn't take long. And the only thing that you have to do is you have to place your beads <laughs> randomly. Oh. So I'm using, actually, I got this idea from Karen at Round the Twist, hmm. the video podcast. Mm -hmm. I love, I love that show. Oh. <laughs> we'll leave so, it in the show notes. Yeah, so. she's good. Um, Hi, Karen, if you see this. <laughs> she probably doesn't listen. Anyway, she, I think when she knit hers, she said that she used a deck of cards to figure out um, how to randomly place oh. um, her beads. And so, like, she would just, like, flip a card and that would be however many, like, pattern repeats she would do before she put a bead. So... That's clever. That's what I'm doing. I've got my deck of cards. I was wondering why you had the deck of cards in the middle of your shawl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what that's for. So, um, it's, it's working. It's working for me, so... Nice. So, it's exciting. It just is going to take a little while, mm. but it's really easy pattern. I made some mistakes in the center. Oh, no one's going to um, see it. But, you know, who cares? Whatever. In a big shawl like that, no one's going to be able to tell. Yeah. I made some huge mistakes when I did the, uh, my Estonian lace shawl. Mm-hmm. You can't tell. Yeah. Even though it's, it's a very straightforward, it's not, it's not very fancy. It's a lot of small repeats. Mm-hmm. So you'd think they'd show up. Well, medium-sized repeats. But no, yeah. you can't tell. Yeah. So. I really like the circular shawl construction. Me too. I find the starting part to be really difficult, though. Yeah. Um, I have not I'm not happy with the way my cast on looks for this, for the shipwreck. I don't know what I'm going to do about that. I might actually do some surgery yeah. after the fact if it doesn't block out nicely. Right. I might cut into it and fix it. Eh, whatever. It won't be that big a deal. But I'm really excited because I'm going to start, after I finish a couple more shawls, because I have a lot of shawls on the needles, mm -hmm. I'm going to start another circular shawl. Goodness gracious. Because I like them. Well, I have finishitis. Do you? I do. I have the opposite of starditis, and I bet everybody wishes they could catch the rare disease that is known as finishitis. Yeah. Because... <laughs> Send some to me. Because my broke ass can't handle any yarn right now, and I still have plenty of stash, which I will talk about later, but when I was redoing my... When I was reorganizing my stash, I said, I have a whole lot of projects I need to finish, and pulled some of them out. I pulled out, you're never going to believe this, I pulled out Boring Man Sweater. <laughs> it's been like a year since I worked on it. It was supposed to be a Christmas present last year, like 2009. I need to work on Max's man sweater, but I suck, so <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. do that. Probably. Well, I was having problems. I was using the, the Raglan sweater generator, and it made the sleeves way too huge. Mm -hmm. So then I knit, so I ripped the sleeve out, and I knit it again, and, it made, and then I made the sleeve way too small. Maybe, you, was it your row gauge that was off? Maybe? Probably. I don't know. That's because what I, that's what happened with this sweater that I'm working on? Except that it's a calculator. I put my row gauge in. Oh. So, I that's don't know. That's strange then. So, I, I pulled that out, and then I ripped out the sleeve, and then I decided that I couldn't look at it anymore, and decided to finish a different project. Yeah, there you go. So, mm -hmm. But, you know, it's out. It's in my field of vision now, so maybe I'll get it finished. Cool. What is it with us and sleeves? I don't like them. Yeah. They take forever. They look like they wouldn't. They, they look do. like they're not that big. But really, it's like it's like knitting the back of a sweater. Yeah. 
They're almost never any fun. Yeah, no. They're not. I'm also working on a delayed Christmas present because, you know, I said I finished all my Christmas presents, but that was actually a lie because I forgot about this one. Mm. Which is bad because it's for, like, my bestest friend. Oops. Whoops. But whatever. Um, he knows. <laughs> he knew it would be late. He knew. He knows he's getting it. He was there when I bought the yarn. I'm making a Dragon Ball scarf. Yeah, Yep. It's very Yay. nerdy. <laughs> it will be Dragon Ball colored, then that gold yellow color, mm. and it's going to have stars on it. And the reason I delayed on it so long is because I wanted to do it in Intarsia, and because I'm brilliant, I said, well, I've never really done Intarsia, but it doesn't look that hard, <laughs> and so I'll do it in ribbing. I'll do some ribbed Intarsia of a pattern of my own design. Mm. Uh-huh. And really, that's not how you should start with the technique. You don't just make it up as you go along. Yeah. But does ribbing really complicate it? Because of... Well... I don't don't think ribbing would really complicate it. No, I think it's just that I really am terrible at intarsia. Maybe it's the the pattern, like making your own pattern might be challenging. Yeah, and it's tough because I had a lot of ends. Mm -hmm. I ended up taking it, ripping it out. Oh. And I'm just going to duplicate stitch the stars onto it. Okay. Which is going to take quite some time, and I might have to get a smaller gauge yarn to do it. But, uh, this is my love for my friend, <laughs> I guess. And I'm knitting on that right now, because since I'm just duplicate stitching the stars on, the scarf has suddenly become the world's most boring one-by-one ribbed scarf. Yeah. And now I just don't want to work on it because it's really boring. Yeah. So I'm doing it now while I'm working on something else, too. That would be you, dear listeners. I'm working on you. Who? <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> I'm also working on something that has not seen the light of day since August, and that is my Lizard Ridge blanket. Yes. Which is from Nitty. Which is a really fun pattern. It is a really fun pattern, but it, it involves copious use of my nemesis, crayon. Oh, see, I love crayon. Oh, <laughs> I. I don't know why I said, you know, boy, I just really don't like working with crayon, and um, <laughs> that was Jessica giving her baby kisses. I forgot that we were recording, so I went, I went into baby kiss mode. Sorry. Oh, everybody likes. Everybody wants baby kisses. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't like working with crayon because it's it's it breaks, and it's got. It's, it's stiff and it's got veggie matter in it, and I'm just like raw when I work with it. But it's colors. pretty. The color. The color. Just sucks me back in. And the thing I like about Lizard Ridge is I can buy a ball of crayon whenever I, whenever I damn well please, basically. Yeah. And work on it in little pieces. You know what I want to do? What do you want to do? I would love to make a Lizard Ridge in Tayo mm-hmm. because that would be really soft. And yes, really it nice. would. And I'm going to have a lot of leftover tayo from my sweater. There you go. Not enough for a blanket, blanket but yeah. I could get more balls here and there. Yeah. You could probably do enough to have a stripe of one color, like of mm-hmm. like oh, a horizontal stripe of one block of colors. And yeah. Then another blo- set of blocks. <laughs> and so on and so forth. Because there is a version of Lizard Ridge that uses just one color and that mm-hmm. goes all the way across instead of just cutting yeah. it up into blocks. Yeah. But I am doing the one in blocks, and I also hate that Curryon has a rather variable um, yardage. Like, oh yeah, I I want to use up every little bit so I can get like one and a half one and a half squares out of a ball. And at one point I got two squares out of a ball, and at another time I barely got one and a half. 
I said, this is the same, it should be the same yardage. But it's not. Yeah. It's it irritating. Be. So, Lizard Ridge, Boring Scarf, oh, and Fire Starters. Oh, yeah. Uh, my Fire Starters, which I talked about a while back, I finally finished the first sock. Yay. So I can call that one done. I didn't have that much left on it. Um, I have not started the second one yet because I have to go and find another pair of twos since um, Firestarter transitions to threes. The three, oh, it does? Yeah. That's, that's what they call calf shaping. And I said that does not count as calf shaping. Calf shaping? Yeah. Oh, like up here it's size three? At, at yeah. the cuff? Yeah. Up, it's uh, it's like actually after like two or three repeats of the leg. Are these toe up? To up? Yes. Oh. Okay. So. That's, well, okay. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't do the short row toe because the short row toe confused me, and I said, forget it, I'll just oh, do I like regular Oh, I like short row toes. That's usually what I do. Mm. This is a Judy's Magic cast on, and then just regular increases. Mm. That's short favorite. row toe requires you to use a provisional cast on, mm-hmm. so if people hate um, picking out provisional cast on, Which then, I kind of do. Then, uh... <laughs> Then that's not the toe for you, right? But I I I like it because I figured out how to do a provisional cast on mm-hmm. that's not a pain in the butt to get off. What provisional cast on do you use? I do a crochet. It's a crochet technique. I can see if I can find a link mm-hmm. is to it, one. But is it the one where you're wrapping, where you use your crochet hook and a knitting needle? Yeah, that's what I use too. That's the yeah. least. That's the least annoying of them. That's yeah. You just have to figure out which end to unravel. Right. In order to pick up your stitches. That's Otherwise, you're, problems. like, fighting it. Yeah. But usually, if you start to, like, unravel it and you find that you're fighting it, then you just unravel the, the other, other end, end. And, yeah. and it works. Yeah. Um, so I don't mind It helps to use, like, cotton thread, too, instead of instead of for the wool. Ca- yeah, for the provisional part. For the part. provisional part. Because mm-hmm. if you use a cotton or some other smooth mm-hmm. yarn, silk or something, if you want to use silk for a provisional mm-hmm. cast on. If you have leftover, you know, yeah. from another project. Um, it works. It works a lot better because it doesn't. It doesn't start sticking to itself the way wool will or other animal fibers. So. Yeah, yeah, because wool sticks. Yeah, which is a problem that I run into with my provisional cast on a lot. So if you're having problems, mm-hmm. guys, you use cotton. Oh, finished objects! Yay! I Yay. has them. I don't. This is a switch. <laughs> I know. Um, so the first finished object is that baby sweater, Rufus. Rufus that I, I talked about last time. How I only had. A small amount left to go on it, and it was taking me forever for no reason. Um, Well, I finished it, like, the next day after recording the last episode. So So it's been for a little while That just shows you how little I had to do on that (laughs) damn thing to finish it. It is so cute. Um, Yeah, so it's in Barocco Ultra Alpaca and my hand spun. Yay. Little bits of my hand spun. Um, And I posted it to the group and took pictures and everything so you guys could see it. And uh, I really like the pattern. It's from uh, Vintage Baby Knits, my favorite knitting book, probably. Which I need to steal from you because I have to make a baby sweater. Oh, there's super cute patterns in there. Except that the next sweater I'm going to cast on for Warren is in that book, so... So I can't steal it from you. Curses! But you could... Yeah, you can't steal it I can look at it and see if I'll buy it on Amazon or something. Right, right. Yeah, we... uh, we have a friend, I have a, my roommate from college is pregnant, and she's yeah. having a girl, so I get to make the stupidest, fluffiest, frilliest sweater uh, I can. And then another friend of mine from high school is having twins. I don't know what yay, I'm going to make her. And she twins. hasn't decided. Yeah, she's excited about it. I wanted twins. Well, she hasn't decided 
if she's going to find out what sex they are yet. And I'm like, you know what? I was like, bitch, you have some knitter friends and you have some crocheting <laughs> sisters. You better find out what sex that ba- those babies are because you need to give us a break. <laughs> no, she doesn't need to know. Whatever, I'm, I'm in charge of her. Right? I was, I was gonna. I'm not the boss know. of her. <laughs> I was gonna not find out, but then I'm just too impatient. I was like, ah, this baby's taking forever to cook, yeah. and so I was like, I gotta know what he is. Yeah, what it is, and then it was a he. Oh, and he's being very cute right now. Yeah, he's probably gonna get noisy in a minute. That's okay. Anyway, baby sweaters, yay, yay, uh, citron. Um, I finished my citron shawl, finally. Yeah. I ended up having to hold my yarn, this because uh, I had spun it up at a later time, so the gauge was different, which I talked about last episode. So I held it doubled, and that seemed to work. I ran out of yarn. I, had, I did not have enough to do the bind-off. Oh, so, so I ended up having to knit a row in other yarn I had in my stash, and then bind off. But it turned um, out really good. It looks like you meant to do it that way. It It's no like a really know. bright lime green color. Mm-hmm. And there's a little bit of lime green kind of interspersed throughout in the hand spun, so it kind of works. It reminds me of a leafy kind of lettuce. When I, yeah. When I was uh, binding it off, though, it totally looked like an amoeba to me or some kind of like... <laughs> Like one of those uh, Spanish dancer. Yeah, well, no, it just it looks like some kind of sea creature to me. But now that it's blocked out, it looks less like a sea creature. But it totally had a sea creature vibe to it. Oh. Um. So I finished that. It's really nice. It's really small. I was hoping that doing worsted weight in size eight needles. Actually, I went up to size nines for the last bit. Um. I thought that would make it bigger. Right. Not so much. I highly advise looking around Ravelry if you're thinking of making a Citron so you can see the actual size because it's really small. It's really small, and this is probably pretty close to what it, what the actual size is. And there are... Yeah. People have gone and made charts and things for extending it. it. Yeah. Um, which is just, you know... Lori. Hi, Lori. Lori, Lori <laughs> Thornton and Group, who listens to this podcast. Yes. She made a big one. Yeah, she used the extended pattern. Yeah. And it looks... Fabulous, but it yes. looks good short too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, well, I use it. It looks more like a cowl because I just wrap it around my neck, right? And so it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Warren thinks so. Right round. Okay, so due to Jessica's inability to talk without coughing up a lung, we're going to skip our reviews this time and do our Siskel and Ebert-esque Vogue knitting review next time. Yes. Yes. Because it's a good issue. Yes. Oh, by the way, I'm Ebert and she's Siskel and the baby is Rover. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, (coughs) anywho, I have been spinning. Yay. Yay. Just Mm -hmm. like I promised, I've already fulfilled... One of my New Year's resolutions, because I'm awesome. Yes. Also, I don't aim very high. <laughs> so, I went to the Fold in Marengo, which is a really great place to go if you're anywhere near the Chicagoland area. I mean, it's not even remotely close to me. It's well over an hour drive. Yeah. But, and there's no direct way to get there, so it's all surface streets. And oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And, but it's worth it, because they're really nice there, as you know. And they have tons of fiber and tons of yarn, and they have socks that rock. 
Yeah, and they're like the only place that carries socks that rock in our area. Yeah. It's... And I'm really bummed that I didn't get to go with Julie because I got really sick. Well, we can that was again. actually like the worst day of my sickness. Oh. I was like, couldn't even get out of bed sick, so... We'll go again. We'll go again. Yeah, I know. It's okay. I know. Here's my thing. Okay, can we... Okay, I know this is the spinning section. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about Socks That Rock? Yes. Okay. Do you guys like Socks That Rock? I haven't used it. Because I got Socks That Rock medium weight back in the day, and I didn't like working with it. Really? But I love the colors. Love, 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 love the colors. And I constantly, like, look at it and go, oh, I want this so mm -hmm. badly. Um, I'm working with Socks That Rock Silky, mm -hmm. and that I like a lot because it's softer. But I felt like the Socks That Rock was so hard on really? my hands. It almost felt like I was knitting with cotton. Huh. And I don't know. Do other people have that experience with Socks That Rock? I, lo I want to love Socks That Rock. Right. And I know that if I ever do go to the fold with you guys, that I will probably buy some more socks that rock. Yeah. But then is it just going to sit in my stash because I don't like working with it? Mm. I don't know. They have Malabrigo sock, too. Oh, well, that I like. <laughs> <laughs> that I know how to use. Man, um, it killed my yarn diet, Malabrigo sock. Yeah. Because I got my Jimmy Beans bucks, and I said, oh, now I can spend, like... Yeah, I got... I got some too. Yeah, I got well. Yeah. I got like four dollars because I didn't spend that much. Yeah, and I don't have very much, but I got free shipping. And yeah, I, I got the free shipping, and I was like, "Well, I haven't used it." That means I can get Malabrigo sock for like ten bucks or twelve bucks. Something yeah, like that. I was like, "Okay, fine." So yeah. I did. I bought a skein of in Archangel. Yeah, which is the best color. Yes. You know, I know people really like socks that rock. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going back to it because I know, like, I hear people talk about it all the time. How much they love it, and I just want to love it too. I think it helps that the yarn harlot pimps it on a regular basis. I think maybe that's because part it's of it. Tina, who does socks on it, runs socks. Yeah, I don't know, and like the colors are beautiful, and I hear these people who have like these huge socks that rock stashes, mm. like they've got shelves loaded with it, mm. bins full of it. Wow. Yeah, and well, they—I mean—they must really like it. For the record, I don't think there's anything wrong with the yarn harlot pimping socks that rock. No, I think that's awesome. No, so. <laughs> nothing wrong with it. Nope. Like I said, I want to really like Socks That Rock. I think I need to give them another chance is what I'm saying. Yeah. I need to give them another chance. Maybe I need to not get the medium weight. There you go. I think if I get the lightweight. Well, every every yarn line has a dud. You know, every yarn line has has something that you're not going to like. Yeah. So. Hmm. Tell us, dear listeners, what do you think of Socks That Rock? Do they hmm. rock? Do they rock? Or do they are they socks that suck? Or are they like, you know, a hairband? <laughs> you know, <laughs> they kind of rock, but you don't want to look at them. Yeah. No, but you do want to look at them. Hmm, you don't want to touch them. Yeah, you don't want to touch them. That's a, yeah. Yeah, kind you of like, like a Colin. You like Farrell. to look at him, Colin Farrell. Isn't he kind of a man whore? You like to look at him, but you don't really want to touch him. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, back to spinning. 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 So when I was at. The fold. I got the maintenance kit for my wheel, which had the part I needed, which is good. That means the treadle doesn't fall off when I try to use it, which is always a plus. That is a plus. Yeah. And, and as a bonus, you know, I needed the maintenance kit anyways because I didn't have any spinning wheel oil and the like. So I spun up some roving that I'd had from Esther's Place of this kind of not so, not so soft, more of a, what do they call it, hardy sort of... Mm, wool. Yeah. And I really don't remember, and I have to see if I can find the tag to find out what kind of wool it is. But it was pretty, and it was purple and gray. It's 
kind of tweed striped. looking. Yeah. And now I know how to make a tweed if I want to spin up a tweed because <laughs> I can just dye it the way that he had dyed. Yeah. Which was uh, like a gray stripe through the middle of the roving mm-hmm. and then purple on the outsides. I think he probably actually took the two colors of wool and combed it that way. Carded it into that Yeah. Look. So it was pretty cool. And I also spun up... I had this fiber saved from Midwest Fiber and Folk 2008 <laughs> when I first decided, decided to try spinning with so a that, hand spindle. that tells you how long she's been uh, hanging on to it. Putting off this learning to spin business. Well, it's not that I was putting it off. It's just that I had a hand spindle and I wasn't liking how it was turning out. And I really liked this fiber that I got and I wanted to do it justice, so I was not spinning it. Yeah. But then someone very wise told me, spin what you love. I think that was you. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Spin what you love. And once I figured out that I could do this uh, without... I could make knittable yarn, basically. I was like, hey, you know, it still looks like baby's first hand spun. It's overspun in places and it's thick and thin. But once I uh, once I knew I could make knittable yarn, I said, I'm going to go after this. And the, the fiber that I'd been saving is called, uh, let's see, Gail's Art. And it's the colorway called Cranbox. And it's Merino Bamboo Blend. So it's got that really neat little frosted look that you get when you use like bamboo or tencel. Yeah. With the, uh, where it always gets those whiter strands through because the dye doesn't take the same way. Yep. And so it's all pastel and it's crazy colors and it's really pretty and I love how it's spun up. So yes. I'm, I'm super happy with that. Fun colors. Thanks. It's definitely, definitely something to make for my three-year-old with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it looks, it looks like something a three-year-old girl would wear. You can make a hat, maybe. How much yeah. yardage did you have? You did know, you count I it? didn't count it, no, okay. but it was four ounces, and it's about a worsted, so what, like 200 yards, probably? Maybe. Yeah. It depends. Yeah. But, yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll figure it out. Yay. I need to figure out a good way to count my yarn. And plus, I only have a one-yard nitty-nitty. Yeah. Um... Which Jessica was nice enough to loan me her two-yard knitty knotty for, for me to wind my purple yarn. But I was at home when I was winding up my uh, my colorful yarn here, my crayon box yarn. <laughs> but yes, I'm very proud of myself. Yay! Baby's first hand spun. Yay! Hooray! I uh, haven't done any spinning, but I did yesterday. In the mail, receive my new drive band. Yay! And I got some more oil, too. Oh, good. Um, Because I did not have any oil. What mm-hmm. happened was, the oil that I got with my wheel, like, the third day that I had it, my dog got a hold of my oh, oil geez. and, like, chewed holes through it. Oh, that's not And helpful. so, I, <laughs> I was like, damn it! And so I used electrical tape and mm-hmm. taped up the bottle. Right. And that actually worked... And held it in for a really long time, but I think I reached a point where it was just like that tape was not working, and yeah. so I had like hands covered in oil. Oh, um, so I didn't have oil for the longest time, um, and I kind of need it. Yeah. So I ordered more oil, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna let the dog get it this time. <laughs> and well, she was a puppy then. Too. Yeah. Like we only had her for a little while. She didn't know better. Yeah. So this one will stay safe. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna sew up a. A bag. A ditty bag? To hang on my wheel mm-hmm. um, to put all my I want to do that too, but I might actually knit and felt one. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. just going to sew one. I've got a lot of fat quarters and stuff. I do too. That I'm going to make I actually have some fat quarters that of. would look really cute with it too, with my unfinished wheel. Yeah. Which I will finish at some point in time. Yeah. And it's really easy to make a drawstring bag. Oh, yeah. It's like nothing. Yeah. 
Um, I have seen patterns for really cute little ditty bags mm. for for spinning wheels on rapidly, yeah, too. Yeah, I'm not even going to use a pattern. I just... Well, I know. Don't need it. Yeah. It's just... I mean, I'm just going to do a simple, like, rectangle. Yeah. Stitch it together. Put a drawstring. I might call do one that's day. not even a drawstring, but more like a pocket. Yeah. Where the back is longer than the front, and it's got a loop oh, on the works. back. And then it hangs open yeah. a little bit so you can grab. That's easy, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's... But right now, my easy. the only thing hanging... Or I have the orifice hook hanging from a piece of a... Like, mm-hmm. crappy spun fiber? Yeah, well, my wheel has a hole drilled in it mm-hmm. for the orifice hook. Oh, that's nice. Um, which is nice, except that I knock it over all the time. And uh-huh. I, I don't want to... I'm worried I'm going to bend it up, so I kind of want to um, stick it in a bag yeah. or something, too. I'm really happy that my maintenance kit came with an extra orifice hook, because you know I'm going to lose it. Yeah. Even if it is tied to my wheel. I like, kind literally of want, tied to my wheel. <laughs> they make, like... There are some Etsy sellers that have fancy orifice hooks. Oh, yeah, and I've thought cool. I've thought about getting... A fancier one, but mine yeah. works. There's no yeah. reason for a fancy uh, one. Except that I just, you know. They're pretty. Do I want something that's Zaka? Or do I want something that just functions? Right. You know. Maybe later. Yeah. You know, I don't need it. But yeah, so I'm going to start uh, spinning up that crown, mountain, crown mountain that I'm halfway through. Um, I might. I just have to get the band on there. I just haven't. Yeah. Had a chance, so I'm going to try to do that maybe this afternoon. Hooray! And get back to work on that, because I have a lot of that to go still. Because <laughs> it's eight ounces. Oh, wow. And, yeah. That'll take you a little bit. It'll take me a little bit. I'm going to do a two-ply, so it should be like a fingering weight. Oh, that'll be nice. Hopefully it'll be fingering weight. It might be a DK. Right now I don't know how to Sport. make anything other than what comes out of my hands. Yeah. I don't have enough control yet. Well, I don't actually decide what weight it's going to be. I start spinning it, and then I'm like, okay, that's what it's going to be then. And yeah. so then it, it, I just keep it consistent. I need to get um, that book, The Intentional Spinner. Yeah, I don't have a lot of spinning books, but that's one that I think I want. Mm-hmm. I think I have it checked out from the library, but it's insanely overdue, so I should really look at it quick before they come after me, Yeah. which I think they are actually coming after me. They're like, hey, those books you checked out in July, (laughs) give them back. Yeah. (laughs) I returned my books, but I know I owe a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, I'm a terrible library patron. Patient? Patient? Uh, You might as well be a patient. I'm a terrible (laughs) library patron. Sorry. Yeah, well, so am I. Sorry public library. So am I, and I'm in library school, so... Whoops. That'll tell you something. You have less of an excuse. Yeah. Although I think that uh, library school people, or like librarians and stuff, are just as bad with the fees. Mm -hmm. It's just they have access to the system. Oh. And so they're like, oh, fees? No. No, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) So I I believe that librarians are abusing their power. (laughs) Because I can't imagine that people are more put together than I am. Um. Mama like. Oh, oh, guess what Mama likes this time? Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Could it be? Could it be the thing that we just dropped two hundred fifty dollars on each of us? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Camp Kip. Camp Kip. Hooray! Um, now, to be fair, I didn't actually have two hundred fifty dollars, but my mom and my husband made it a birthday present for me because yes. my birthday is the week before Camp Kip. Yes. Um. So, for people that don't know, Camp Kip 
is this awesome knitting retreat that's being sponsored by Jackie from Kipping It Real. Yes. Uh, and I've known about it for a long time, but I didn't really think I was going to go. And then I saw that there were only 15 spaces available, and it's like, ooh, should we go? Should we go? I don't know. It'd be really fun. All these podcasters are going to be there. It's going to be great. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Someone is a bad influence on me. Um, And so I start posting on Facebook, like, I think I might want to go to this. Blah, blah, blah. And so Julie, of course, goes, yeah, I think I want to go, too. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really know about it. I wouldn't have known about it if it weren't for Jessica. Yeah, and so... (laughs) We both registered, like, within a couple days of talking about it. Yeah. Um, And came in just under the wire. Yeah. Like, I got an email from Jackie saying, Jessica, you're in. See you in April. And then I get on the group on Ravelry, and she goes, Camp Kip is full. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yes. I, like, just made it. So I'm really excited. I wasn't sure if I was going to get in or not. So, um... And I'm really you. excited. Yeah, and Jackie <laughs> Jackie has been so nice over email and everything, so thank you yeah. for that. Well, um, she's, like, putting this all together herself, so yeah. she's awesome. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to be a great time. It's at Pear Marquette in um, Grafton, <laughs> Illinois. It's a state park, in case you guys and don't know. And it's a really nice park. Mm-hmm. I've been there. My mom um, and dad have stayed there. They said it was really nice. It's really nice. So. I haven't stayed there, but I've been there. I have family really close by there. Right. Because um, that's... I'm originally from St. Louis, so... Right. Um, I'm really excited to kind of see people that I know. I'm going to have to, like, leave the group a couple times to see my mom and possibly my aunt. Um, Only thing I'm not excited about is leaving my baby. He's not excited either. Although the way he's making noise, like, I'm kind of excited now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You're convincing me. It'll be the first time I'm away from him, so. um, And that can be hard. I might be kind of a baby oh. for those four days, but just keep me occupied, people that are there. With the knitting. Yeah, keep me occupied. And since we're taking the train, we're not going to be bringing our spinning wheels, no. but we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll have plenty of knitting. Yep, it's going to be fun. Yeah, I like that There's this camp has little to no classes uh, scheduled. It's just a place to relax it's a and retreat. knit. It's a retreat, yeah. And we're going to hobnob with you know, pod, other podcasters, which will be fun, and then, um, because I've never met another podcaster. Yeah, me either. And we're going to meet the Knitmore Girls, who the so kindly Knitmore mentioned Girls. us a yeah. couple episodes ago, because they're awesome. Yes, and when I heard them mention us, I kind of squeed a little bit. Yeah, we're fans. We are big fans of uh, Jasmine and Gigi. I so. squeed in my pants. Oh my. <laughs> um... So, yeah, good to know that they gave us a listen, even yeah. if they aren't continuing to listen. It's yeah. still nice to know that they that they, try they gave us a shot. Um, but, yeah. yeah, I'm just really excited. And I think... And it's um, too bad. I have to say this. It's too bad Lisa couldn't make it. I know. Lisa. We have to mention her in every podcast. Yeah. It's a rule, so... That's but it's, it's full. Registration's yeah. full. That's it. My um, mom also kind of waffled about going. And I said, there's a wait waffle. list, though. So yeah. people can sign up to be on the wait list. I kind of keep hoping that the the lodge there is gonna open up, yeah. open up more um, cabins to the retreat, but they underestimated I don't know. the power of knitters. So Warren is just on the floor screaming. Yep. But he's happy. Yeah, he's just like, "Hey guys, look at every I can time, use my voice." Every time I look over at him, he smiles really big. Okay. Some of this will be edited. I'm yes. hoping. Oh yeah. Yes. 
So if we sound a little herky-jerky, it's because I'm editing all the time so we have to stop because Warren's going, <laughs> Okay. Anyway, so Camp Kid, we're excited. It's we're in excited. April. If any of our listeners are going, we'd like to know. Yeah, I I'll think... probably start a thread on, on our group because um, it would be cool to meet some people that listen. Um, I know at least one person who listens is going. Oh, that's cool. And I can't remember your avatar or your ravelry name, but I know you have um, the, the Wicked Stepsisters in your avatar, so hi! <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll just we'll start a thread, and anyone who's going can get like, on hey. there and be like, hey, yeah, I'm going. We can have a, we can have a meetup. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. Yes. Um, Mama likes... <gasps> Mama likes the palette sampler co-op. Ah, tell us about this. Um... <laughs> In the Nitpicks Lovers group, there is a there has been several of these actually. It's a palette sampler co-op. It's basically a group order of the giant every color of palette sampler thing. Right, that yeah, we that talked about before. totally awesome. Thing. Yeah. Basically one person orders the 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 box of yarn and we split it up among forty people. And that person makes sample snips of every single color and sends it out to everyone. And that person, um, the organizer, is amazing, can I just say, for doing that. And it's only $5 plus $6 shipping and handling, so $11 total to get more than 10 grams of yarn. Yeah, like, it's Well, well cool. over that, you know, and it's just a sample of every color. It's like a really glorified color card or, you know, if you're doing a lot of really detailed, like, small Fair Isle work. It's yep, worse. it's good for that. It's, yeah, so... I kind of wish I had a Farrell stash. Yeah. This is why I'm ordering it. As of now, there are still a few spots left in the co-op, and they're always opening new ones, so check out the Nitpicks Lovers group on Ravelry and see if there's anything for you. Cool, cool. And, oh, speaking of stash... Yes. You know what I love? What do you love? I love my newly organized stash. Yes. It's important to organize things. Flasher Stash 2011 is happening on the yarn board on Ravelry. Oh, is it? Yeah, and I was looking at all these pictures of people's stashes, and it inspired me to go and clean up my own stash, which, to be fair, was not really all that messy to start with, but it was in need of a good cleanup and a little bit of a reorganization. So I went through and I spent the day going through... Did he just say mama? Yeah. He, he babbles. I don't think it means anything Aww. at this point. So cute. <laughs> so I went through and reorganized my stash and got everything into place. And I will post a picture of the giant stash on the on our group. But I would like to say, to be fair, there are people with much larger stashes than mine on the on the flasher stash thread. And I don't feel so bad. People are like, oh my god, that's a huge stash. I was like, no, no, it's not. No, don't really. say that. <laughs> no, really, it's not. But you will understand why I say I have plenty of stash to knit. Yeah. And there's one, mother, one more thing that Mama likes, and that is Etsy. <laughs> because somebody here said that they were going to open an Etsy shop. That somebody hasn't done it yet. But then somebody else in this conversation decided that she would open an Etsy shop too. <laughs> so now you'll be able to keep an eye out for... Both Jessica's shop and my new shop, which is going to be selling hand-dyed yarn. I'm very super, super, super excited about it. I've got supplies on the way, and I've got people pre-ordering from me, which is really exciting, and it's going to be cool. It's going to be called Happy Go Lucky Yarns. So 
You can, you know, find me on Etsy, but there's nothing there yet, so don't get all excited. Yeah. <laughs> nothing on mine either. Yeah. I think I'm just going to be sewing stuff. Yeah. Well, we'll let you I... know when there's stuff up. Yeah. So, that's exciting. Yep. And that's about it, right? What else do we have to talk about here? Nerdery. Nerdery? Nerdery. I've not been nerdy. You know, I haven't really been nerdy either. It's been terrible. Well, you've been sick. Yeah. And I've been just busy spinning away like a fool. Yeah. But I have been watching my husband play Fable 3. And okay. Fable 3 is kind of amusing. Is it's it? It's really funny. <laughs> it's got, well, the cast includes like Eric, uh, not Eric, it includes John Cleese. Oh. And Simon Pegg. That's exciting. And yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Cool. And so it's kind of funny to watch. And there's like a whole Dungeons and Dragons parody in it. And nice. some other like cute little... <laughs> nods to random things and they have the strains obsessing with obsessing with chickens nice <laughs> yeah, so and you've been watching red dwarf i know oh yeah i have <laughs> that's kind of nerdy right oh it's very nerdy um so you're red... watching an obscure british sci-fi show yeah. that's not doctor who that's pretty nerdy it's pretty nerdy <laughs> um so red dwarf is the show that i think aired in the 90s mm-hmm. um and it's sci-fi they're on this uh Ginormous spaceship? Giant spaceship named the Red Dwarf. And uh, basically it's the antics of the crew, or what there is of the crew. So there's this guy, Lister. He's the only human Mm -hmm. uh, for a spell. And then later on in the series, there's another human that joins the... But mm -hmm, that's later. Um, So Lister, and he's kind of this anti-hero, I guess. He's a loser. He's a total loser. Total loser. (laughs) He's not the brightest guy. And he's awesome. And then there's a hologram, so when people die, they can have a hologram of themselves that mm-hmm. continues to live on in their place, and his name's Rimmer, which totally has a dirty meaning in my mind. Yeah, it does. But to them, it doesn't. Yeah. It's his name. Uh, and he's this, like, uptight. really, like, uptight, staunch kind like of... The ad, it's like the odd couple. The yes. ass couple. Oh, <laughs> see, now you said Rimmer, so... Oh, it's the odd couple. Um, and he's really funny, too, but... He's also, like, cowardly and very self-serving, uh, and it's great. And then there's another character, Crichton, who is a android with a crazy-shaped head. Yeah. And they make comments about his head all the time, so it's really funny. And then there's um, the cat. The cat. Who is evolved from Lister's original cat from three, I think, like, three million years ago. Yeah. So basically, the red dwarf has trouble. Yes. And the, all the crew dies, except Rimmer, who is a hologram, and Lister, sure. who is uh, cryogenically frozen, or put into stasis or something, yeah. accidentally, or something happened. I don't remember Or he was a happened. loser, I don't know. Something, something happened. happened that he survived, and his cat survived, and lived on, and eventually evolved into this cat character who is like... Reminds me of Lionel Richie. Yeah. And he dresses really well, and he's really, like, self-obsessed, like a cat would be. Um, So that's the crew, and they just get into trouble, and it's just really funny. Wacky hijinks ensue. Yes, wacky hijinks ensue. And so Lister, the main character, really loves curry, and his favorite is chicken vindaloo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I was at Trader Joe's uh, a couple nights ago, and they had frozen chicken vindaloo. (laughs) <laughs> so I bought it, and then based only on the fact that <laughs> that Lister likes it. Yes, I'd never had it before, and so uh, I ate, ended up eating it yesterday while watching Red Dwarf, and I felt very Nerdy. satisfied by that. Yeah. <laughs> so 
Anyway, it's on Netflix Instant Watch. So if you guys it really? have, yeah. So if you guys have Netflix, you should check it out. It's really funny. So here's my question: Was the Vindaloo any good? It was good. Okay, just it was check good. It. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was good. It's just like chicken curry. There was nothing really special mm-hmm. about it. I don't know if like Trader Joe's is anything to go on though on well, what yeah. chicken Vindaloo really is, but uh, and and frozen, yeah. You know. But uh, no, I just felt like that was really funny, yeah. And so I was laughing at myself and my nerdiness yeah. yesterday. Um, but no, I highly recommend that show. It's very funny. Oh yeah, very funny, and it's dirty. It gets really <laughs> dirty sometimes too, but in that British way that you're like. Were they just being dirty? Yeah. And, and, then, about and it. then it hits you and you're like, oh my god, they were being so dirty just now. <laughs> um, so, I recommend it. Yeah. So that's about all we've got for this episode of Revenge of the Nits. Yes! So please, Nice talking to you guys. Yes, it has been nice. And please be sure to rate our podcast on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we're not needy or anything. Yes, no. we are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> if we weren't attention whores, would we have a podcast? No. 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 <laughs> would we cosplay? No. no. Any cosplayer that says they are not in it for attention is full of shit. Just like artists. Any artist that says, yeah, seriously, yeah. because that's why you do it, because yeah. you want people to notice. It's um, true. So, yeah. It's true. I'm, it's shameful, I'm, shameful truth. Yeah. But I'm not a liar. Yeah. So, there it is. Okay. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Good night.